The MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Bird Dog Shorts. Dominate summer with an amazing pair of shorts and a free Yeti-style tumbler when you order over at birddogs.com slash pool. That's birddogs.com slash pool. Welcome, everyone, to the MLB Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Thursday, June the 22nd, currently 5.06 on the East Coast, here to break down the betting card for the Friday games in MLB with some brand new series kicking off and helping me to break it all down. I got my guys here with me. It's Delonte Smith. Delonte, what's going on, brother? How you doing, my man? Man, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, glad to be with you guys. Some uh, interesting series, like you pointed out. So looking forward to uh, getting some winners on the diamond. Been running pretty hot on the diamond as of late. So hoping to keep that going. Well, at least one of us is. But I know this guy's been on fire as well. Also joining us, it's Dylan Rockford. D-Rock, how you feeling, my man? I'm doing well. Uh, yeah, Lante, uh, pretty good on the bases so far. Had some day baseball. Braves get it done. Uh we even said, see, three teams away from a 5K parlay. Someone in the chat's already saying. So looks like we're doing good as together. Yeah, I know uh, the pod's been doing pretty well with the way we've been handicapping games. So hopefully we can uh, continue uh, putting some more uh, money, I should say, in the pockets of our listeners. Shout out to the chat, the usual suspects in there. Case uh, in TV, uh, TV DVJs in there. Uh, don't see Captain yet. I'm going to wait uh, for him to pop in. Uh, to wish him a happy birthday. Uh, Randy's in there as well. Uh, some guy named Lante's in there as well. So, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, new series, guys, kicking off on uh, the Friday schedule. So why don't we just dive right into it, man? Um, first game on the board for tomorrow, or I should say for Friday evening, it's going to be a 640 Eastern start. We have the Kansas City Royals taking on the Tampa Bay Rays. Um Starting pitchers for this game, I am seeing. Uh, let me scroll back up here. So I've seen the Battle of Zach. Zach Grinky uh, takes the mound for the Kansas City Royals, and Zach Eflin uh, takes the mound for the uh, Tampa Bay Rays. Let me double check on those pitchers because of uh, the screen I'm looking at, the pitchers aren't listed. But yeah, that's what I'm seeing. Consistent. That's what I see too. Yeah, that's what you see. Okay, perfect. Yep, um, I'll start here with. Yeah, Zach Grinky. I think this is a tale of two pitchers that are on opposite ends, and you just really come down for me as far as their home and road split. Zach Grinky, thus far um, this season, he is overall uh, what is numbers go one and seven with a four point eight one ERA um, at home. He's one and three with a three point seven seven ERA, but it's other road where he does get into trouble. For the Kansas City Royals, 0-4 with a 6.15 ERA for Zach Grinke. And the Royals have lost, let's see here, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7 straight starts when uh, Zach Grinke has taken the mound for the Royals. And then on the flip side, you take a Zach Eflin uh, at home thus far this year. He's been absolutely dynamic for the uh, Tampa Bay Rays. Um, at home this season, seven and zero with a one point eight five ERA. So, this was pretty simple for me, guys. Um, one plus one equals two. I'm taking the Tampa Bay Rays here on the run line minus one and a half, minus one twenty five. Um, I do. I don't think I read the lines out, so let me kind of rewind here. So, Tampa Bay Rays are minus two sixty five on the money line, plus two twenty five on the money line for the Royals. A uh, total is eight, and then minus one and a half, minus one twenty-five on the run line for the Rays, and then plus one and a half, plus one hundred five for the Royals on the run line. So, my bet officially for this game, I'm going to ride with the better team here at home, the best home record in all of baseball. I have the better pitcher, minus one and a half, minus one twenty-five for here for me. D Rock, what do you got? Yeah, I'll make this one short and sweet enough. I agree. I'm going to be on the Rays on the run line minus one fifteen. I think it's a great price. You know, get the best team in baseball to win by two runs against the worst team right now in baseball, which is the Kansas City Royals. Zach Eflin, like you said, he's been stellar at home this season, undefeated, and he doesn't have a hard hit rate at home under 40%. He keeps the ball low, gets a lot of ground balls. So I, I just have a hard time believing the Royals are going to score some runs in this game. So I think the Rays win big here. I'll take them on the run line as well. Lante, what do you got? Yeah, man, make it a, a sweep for us uh, on, a, on a raise. I love a raise at home. Best record in baseball at home, 31-8, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, to, to only better you guys' run line, 
uh, situation there, 24 and 15 covering run line at home. So that's a feather in the cap there. I probably would even ladder it up and play minus two and a half um, on that run line. Uh, Eflin, uh, you know, lights out at home, like you guys mentioned. His worst game, ironically, in the last two months was against Oakland. Um, but he's bounced back since. And I think he has no trouble um, with this lineup and, and this team at all. So give me Tampa Bay, Austin at run line, minus two and a half. I, I, I like that play a lot. All right. Next game on the board. Let's go over to uh, let's go over to Minnesota. Uh, I'm sorry. It's the Detroit. We have the Minnesota Twins and the Detroit Tigers facing off in an AL uh, central battle here. We have the Minnesota Twins that are going to be starting. Let's see here. Uh, Kenton Maeda gets a start here for the Minnesota Twins. And I'm seeing Joey Wentz is going to get the start here for the Detroit Tigers. Uh, currently seeing that the Twins are a minus 140 road favorite here, plus 120 on the money line for the Detroit Tigers. Total set at eight and a half with a little bit of big towards the over at minus 115. Run line one, run line minus one and a half, plus 125 for the Twins and plus one and a half, minus 145 here for the Tigers. Uh, Lante, take us away, my man. Yeah, man, I can't trust Minnesota um, on the road, especially with Maeda. Uh, this is first time pitching since April, if I'm not mistaken. Is that right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. April 29th, I think, is is what I have in my notes. He gave up 10 earned runs on 11 hits uh, in his last start. So he's likely to be a little bit rusty coming out. Uh, Detroit, well, I mean, they're 500 uh, in their last 10. Uh, Minnesota, four and six in their last uh, 10. And these numbers aren't including what happened yesterday. Um, I, I didn't update them, but... Uh, Minnesota is under 500 on the road. Detroit is under 500 on, um, at home, but they seem to play better uh, when they are at home. They won three of four uh, in a in a series back last week. Uh, outscored Minnesota 21 to 11. So some familiarity there. Not a big Wentz guy. Um, he he did go six hit six um, six innings pitched, uh, two hits, two earned, and nine Ks when he pitched against Minnesota on the 17th. Um, he had back-to-back solid starts, one hit, two earned runs versus Arizona. I was really impressed with that. Uh, he performs well at home, three earned runs or fewer, four of the last six home starts. So, man, pretty simple to me, man. I don't like the form that Minnesota's in. They're not scoring a ton of runs. Uh, I, I mean, while I don't trust Wentz fully, I'll take the home pup at home. I'll take the uh, the home pup here uh, in the Detroit Tigers. Uh, D-Rock, what do you got? Yeah, this game's probably going to be a pass for me. I kind of lean over, but nothing too concrete, to be honest. I don't want to back Kent Maeda in his first start back. And if I am going to back him, I need a much better price to back Joey Wentz as well. Twins, they're not playing good baseball. So to lay minus 140 with them is too big, in my opinion. I, I think we see runs. We also got winds blowing out into center field as well. So if anything, I lean over, but it's probably going to be a pass for me this game. Yeah, this one was uh, difficult for me to handicap as well. I definitely don't want to put money on a pitcher that's returning after so many weeks um, and just kind of seeing where he's at with his return. But I also don't want to get behind Joey Wentz here either. I know he's he's hasn't been hasn't had the greatest season, I should say, uh, for the uh, Detroit Tigers, where he does have a 6.82 ERA and over his last three games. Um, the uh, Tigers have lost all three of those games at least by two or more runs. So um, I agree with D-Rock that we may see runs in this game. Um, I just have a hard time trusting this Twins offense right now. I know they got the job done on Wednesday afternoon, uh, sorry, Thursday afternoon, but that was against a pitcher that the Red Sox had called up who wasn't doing very well. So, um, yeah, I would lean here with the Twins, but definitely not going to be betting this game. Uh, all right, guys, uh, before we continue here, let me tell everyone about the newest sponsor on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. That is going to be Bird Dogs. Look, it's summertime, um, and you're going to be maybe attending those outdoor parties or you're going to be poolside where you're going to be traveling or you're you know, headed to Cabo, Cancun, a hot part of the country, and you need a, some nice-looking shorts. That's where Bird Dogs come in. Bird Dogs make you look good. They also have a stretch khaki shorts designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg giving you a truly sculpted look. Bird Dog shorts do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but fit way better. They fit way better than regular shorts. They are made of a stiff, restricting cotton. Bird Dogs fix the issue by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khakis, but stretches so you can get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice on movement. Plus, Bird Dog uses anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that you, keeps you cool and dry all day long. So... To take advantage of these shorts, man, you need to go to sport. You need to go to birddogs.com slash pool 
and enter the promo code POOL. That's P-O-O-L. And look, they're feeling generous. They're going to give you a free Yeti-style tumbler with your order. That's, again, birddogs.com slash P-O-O-L pool. All right, boys, let's get over to the next game of the Friday schedule. We have probably arguably the two hottest teams facing off in Cincinnati. The Atlanta Braves, they are headed to Cincinnati to take on the scorching hot Reds right now. It's going to be a 640 Eastern start. I'm seeing A.J. smith Shaver is going to get the start here for the Atlanta Braves. And Luke Weaver is getting the start here for the Cincinnati Reds. Looking at the lines for this game, I am currently seeing that the Braves are a minus 150 road favorite, plus 130 on the money line for the Cincinnati Reds. Total is set at 10.5 with a little bit of vig towards the over at minus 115. Excuse me, run line minus 1.5, plus 105 for the Braves, and plus 1.5, minus 125 for the Cincinnati Reds. D-Rock, take us away. Yeah, it's hard to get in front of this red train right now, but... I, I got to do it. I do like the Braves here on the road. I made him a minus 160 favorite. So, I, I mean, I'm not in the business of backing Weaver. I, I don't really care. He's won four straight of his starts. He gives up a lot of hard contact. His fly ball rate is increasing every start. I feel like a blow up is coming. And with the Braves lineup smashing the way they are, it might be tomorrow. You know, they're averaging 8.8 runs per game. And I think they'll be able to get to Weaver. And on the other side, I've liked what I've seen from AJ Smith. You know, small sample size, but he's not giving up hard contact he's getting a lot of ground balls and that's what you want when you're versing a hot team like the reds are so you know the braves have won all three of his starts i I think they break the reds winning streak they're flying high right now i think they come back to earth give me the braves here on the money line yeah i mean like you mentioned the reds have won four straight starts with uh weaver on the mound but the offense has really been the story in those games and uh, they beat the Red Sox. I mean, they have some impressive winning there. They beat the Red Sox. They beat the Dodgers. They beat the Astros. But again, if you just take a look at Luke Weaver's numbers, I mean, he's given up the runs. Um, so I don't think that the uh, Braves team totals are out of the question here. I will be on the run line here for the Braves here as well. I mean, we saw this team down, what, 5 five nothing, 6 nothing last weekend against the Rockies. And they came back and won that game 14-6. to six. And again, we saw it um, this afternoon as well. I know it was uh, because of a Kyle Schwarber error, but... Uh, this this offense is just uh, clicking on all cylinders right now. So it's the Braves for me as well. As much as I want to back the Reds here, uh, I got to go with the with the better team. Um, in my opinion, again, it seems like a big brother, little brother situation here between these two squads. Uh, Lante, what do you got? Yeah, man, I was honestly leaning the other way. Um, nothing strong though, because it's hard to back. I mean, it's hard to go against Atlanta, man, especially with the way they're, they're raking right now. Uh, one winners of well, I guess nine of the last uh, eleven. They they won today, right? You said D Rock Braves won, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So man, on fire, and I think the last time I think I read somewhere last time that Cincinnati had won eleven straight. They won a World Series back in nineteen forty. So that's something that's that's pretty uh, odd. Um, yeah, Atlanta World Series tickets. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> um, I think Mal has one actually. <laughs> so uh, hopefully he can cash it, man. Uh, Atlanta swept the series in April. But ironically, all of those were um, one-run games, so they played competitively. Uh, I'm with D Rock, not really the, not really the firm believer in Weaver, and I mean he five plus earned runs in two of his last three starts, seven earned runs his last home start against the Dodgers, and I think this Atlanta lineup is is a little bit better than what the Dodgers are trotting out. Um, I'm just intrigued by about what Cincinnati is doing, and I think they can ride that momentum and get a big win um, against. Atlanta. Uh, I can see a high scoring game, maybe nine, eight, uh, maybe even uh, double digits, 10, nine or something like that. So in a high scoring game, I'll take the home dog here um, and, and back Weaver. Hopefully he doesn't get roughed up too bad. All right. Uh, next game on the board we have, let's go over to, let's go down to South beach. Another 640 Eastern start. A lot of early starts here, or not earlier, earlier starts, I should say, on the Friday schedule. It's 640 Eastern starts. Uh, We got the Pittsburgh Pirates. They are in Miami to take on the Marlins. I am currently seeing Luis Ortiz is getting the start for the Pittsburgh Pirates, and Jesus Lazardo is getting the start for the uh, Miami Marlins. Marlins are a minus 165 home favorite here, plus 140 on the money line for the road team, the Pittsburgh Pirates. Total is set at eight with a little bit of big towards the under at minus 115 run line for the Marlins minus one and a half plus 130 and plus one and a half minus 150 
for the um, Pirates here. D-Rock, take us away. Yeah, I like the Marlins here at home. You know, Jesus Lazardo, he's a much different pitcher at home than he is on the road. He's only had one bad outing at home, and it was against the Padres, which was also the game where he had his hardest hit rate of the season. Uh, besides that start, most of his home starts have been solid, and his hard hit rate has been under 40% in most of his home starts. So Luis Ortiz, on the other hand, is not someone I really want to back. He gives up anywhere from four to seven hits per game. His hard hit rate is up there. I, I don't trust him or the Pirates right now. One and nine in their last 10 games. And the Fish, they play bet much better at home. So uh, in, a, in a game where it's minus 160, minus 165, maybe a unit and a half play, but I'm going to be on the Fish here. Yeah, I mean, not, I 100% agree with everything that you just said there. Um, it's just that the Pirates at this point are, are, are starting to go in the wrong direction. I know early on they were on a fire, but we all kind of expected them to kind of regress uh, back to the mean here and, and where they are right now. Um, and like you mentioned, the Pirates have lost four of his last five starts uh, by Luis Ortiz. Um, and on the road, he's 0-2 with a 5.50 ERA. He's allowed 11 earned runs and 18 innings pitch. So um, I think the Marlins bats are going to be able to get for them. I would look at money line and run line here for me as well. Uh, Lante, make it a team ride here. Uh, yeah, man, I, I lean that way. Nothing strong. I had a hard time handicapping this game, especially with both pitchers being um, a little inconsistent. Uh, D-Rock mentioned that Lazardo is, you know, he has pitched well at home. Uh, so that's one of the reasons why I lean that way. And Pittsburgh, man, not in not in good form. Um, they failed to even cover a run line in their last 10, um, 16 and 20 on the road. Uh, Fisher high at home, 22 and 15. Uh, and, you know, Pit, the Pittsburgh bats have been awful three runs or less in the, in the last five games. So I don't know if they'll be able to get it going. I guess Lazardo at home riding that momentum. So nothing strong, but I lean to, to Miami and probably an under also. All right. Uh, let's get over to the next game on the board. Uh, we have, let's go over to, Let's go over to City Field. We have, or sorry, to uh, Philly. We'll go over to the Mets and the Phillies. A nice NL East battle here between the Mets and the Phillies. Uh, I am seeing Kodai Senga is going to get the start here for the New York Mets. Um, now for the Phillies, I am seeing it's going to be Taiwan Walker. Uh, Dylan, is that what you have? Yeah, that's what I got. Lantez, what you have as well? Yeah, that's what I see. Yep. Okay, I don't know why I see. I saw Christopher Sanchez on one side, but I yeah, did I did see that. that. I did see Sanchez earlier, but then it switched over to Walker. Okay, perfect. Um, looking at the lines for this game, I'm seeing that the Phillies are a very slight home favorite here of minus 115. Uh, Mets minus 105 uh, on the money line here. Total set at nine with a little bit of big towards the over at minus 115. Run line plus one and a half, minus 180 for the Phillies and minus one and a half, plus 155 for the New York Mets. Um, I'll start here with uh, Kodai Senga. Um, and he's been a pitcher that has been really good at City Field but has gotten into a little bit of trouble uh, on the road thus far this season. Overall, he is 6-4 and four with a 3.53 ERA, 87 strikeouts to 41 walks thus far this season. Last five games for the Mets, he's 2-2 two and two with a 3.18 uh, ERA, 28 and one-thirds innings pitch, allowed 10 earned runs in that span. Um, again, the walks continue to be a an issue for uh, Kodai Senga over his last five starts um, in three of those starts. He's allowed at least four walks to the opposition. I was mentioning his home and road splits as well at home. He uh, at a uh, home and road records are exactly the same at three and two, but it's the amount of runs that he's given up uh, on the road where he has a 4.78 ERA on the road versus a 2.52 ERA uh, at, at city field. Um, he did have a start earlier this season against the Phillies where he was absolutely phenomenal in that game. Seven shutout innings. He only allowed one hit in that game. Nine strikeouts uh, for uh, Kodai Senga in that game. Now we take a look at Taiwan Walker. Uh, thus far on the season, seven and three of the 4.31 ERA. Last five games, four and one with a 2.05 ERA. Did have an earlier start, ag uh, start against the Mets this season. Four innings pitched, allowed three earned runs in that game, three walks. He also did give up a home run to the opposition. Um, I want to trust the Mets here. I feel like they're they're starting to click here a little bit. Uh, I know um, D-Rock's guy, Daniel Vogelbach, is finally starting to hit the ball here a little bit uh, for the Mets. That's only a plus for them. Um I, I feel like that Kodai Senga can repeat the performance that he did have 
against the Phillies earlier this season. And I know that Taiwan Walker can blow up at uh, at any point, but I think D-Rock probably has more of a gauge, especially with Taiwan Walker was fi- for, formerly on the Mets. So I'm leaning with the Mets here, uh, D-Rock. You're taking your team or are you fading them? I, I do think it's worth a shot taking the Mets here at plus money. I, I know Sanga's numbers are worse on the road than at home, but if you look at his hard hit rate this past month, it hasn't been bad at all. The last time yeah. you said you mentioned Phillies, he was only able to go seven scoreless innings, only gave up one hit, struck out nine. I know I get I love to rip on him and I love to fade him at every chance and every opportunity I get, but I actually do like the Mets tomorrow. I think I'll take a flyer with him. Uh, walks are an issue. But the Phillies offense is just anemic right now. You saw it today against the Braves, even at home. I don't want to hear the weather conditions because that's that's normal in the Northeast. But uh, I do think the Mets are alive here. I do think they are starting to click just a little. But I want to be very cautious by saying that because as soon as I say something positive, everything goes to shit. So uh, slight lean to the Mets, but I do think they're alive here tomorrow. Yeah, Phillies on the season. I'm talking looking at their team walk percentage. Uh, just overall, they're number 25 in the entire league. I um, mean, if you want to filter that down against right-handed pitching, Phillies uh, are right around league average, right at number 16. So maybe the walks aren't going to be too much of an issue for Senga in this game. Uh, Lante, what do you got for this game? Mets and Phillies. Yeah, man. Look, I, I know the last time we took the Mets all together as a team, man, <laughs> it, it, it went left. But I, I kind of like them at, at plus money also, man. Um, the Phillies, while they had that stretch where they look really, really good, um, I think the familiarity, I think you brought it up, Munaf, the familiarity with uh, with Walker will, will be a thing that they can take advantage of. Um, they got Alonzo back in the lineup. He hit a he hit a bomb. Um, was it last night or or night before? Um, against Alonzo? Yeah, was it, it was against Houston, right? Late in the um, game. I, I think it was the last, uh, the second to last game, I believe. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. So uh, I think he's getting back in rhythm. Um, I, I, I think the Mets are, are live here, man. Um, I, I'll take that plus money. Um, not really a fade of Philly, more of a bet on the Mets being that their familiarity with Walker. And I think they got a little bit of momentum going for them. Um, they lost the, they lost the, uh, the two starts with their aces, um, Verlander and Scherzer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess a good team though, but I, I think, I think it's something about this matchup that I think the Mets are going to prevail here, man. So um, everybody in the chat, go ahead and take Philly uh, max bit. Cause uh, that's down to, it's, it's bound to win with all of us liking the Mets. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, All right, guys, before we uh, continue handicapping these games, let me tell everyone about underdog fantasy. Look, we're ever so close to getting to the football season and underdog fantasy has their best ball mania for now available. And underdog fantasy is also giving away $15 million in prizes. That's right. $15 million in prizes. Underdog Pick'em is also a great way to get down on your favorite MLB and college baseball player props. Uh, So many ways to win over on underdog and active in so many states. Head over to underdogfantasy.com. But when you do, make sure to use that promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus of up to $100. Again, that's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. And all right, before we continue here, guys, got to give a quick shout out to uh, one of our day ones, man. Captain Insano's birthday today. So happy birthday, Captain Insano. Uh, I know he's in the chat with us every day. And also, I think uh, we have another birthday in the Discord. I think it's Catfish Dilly's birthday as well. So shout out to our guys, man. They're absolutely crushing it every single day in the Discord. So uh, Captain and uh, Catfish, happy birthday, man. Hope you guys enjoy your day. A lot of cancers. Yeah, a lot, man. It's crazy. I know uh, we have my wife's birthdays in June. I don't, I don't think I don't know if she's a cancer or not, but June has a lot of birthdays on like her side of the family. It's crazy. Like we have one like every other day. So the June 21st yesterday was the start of cancer season. So anything before that is uh, Gemini. Gemini, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. So they, her birthday is June 8th, and then her sister's birthday is June 6th. But then, like, this next upcoming week, there's, like, a lot of birthdays in the family. So, yeah, a lot of cancers. You're right. Uh, all right, boys. Let's get over to the next game of the night. Let's go over to – let's go to Baltimore. We got the Seattle Mariners. They're going to travel over to Baltimore to take on the Orioles. 7.05 Eastern start. 
I'm seeing Logan Gilbert getting the start here for the Seattle Mariners, and Kyle Gibson gets a start here for the Baltimore Orioles. Looking at the lines for this game, the Orioles are a slight home favorite here. Minus 115 uh, on the money line, minus 105 for the Seattle Mariners. Uh, total is set at eight with a little bit of juice towards the over at minus 115. And uh, run line, minus one and a half, plus 160 for the Mariners. And plus one and a half, minus 190 for the Baltimore uh, Orioles here. Um, Lante, take us away. Yeah, man, I, I'm not really a fan of um, of Seattle right now. Um they just aren't in good form. I thought, I mean, even though the Yankees are pretty good at home, I thought they like didn't play well um, in Yankee Stadium. Baltimore's won seven of the last 10 games, 22 and 13 at home. They've also covered seven of the 10 run lines. Uh, Seattle, 14 and 19 on the road. Um, I just like Gilbert. He got rocked in his last start versus the uh, Halos, but he's been okay on the road. Um, struggled a bit against um, solid offenses like the Angels. Uh, I, I don't think the Angels are a solid offense. I guess depending on what you think um, of all those guys behind Shohei and, and Trout. So I put them in there, but um, the Yankees and Philly when they were on their run. Um, Gibson, I, I mean, he he was solid on the road and at home, so he's been pretty consistent. Uh, three earned runs or less in seven of his last eight starts. I mean, I think it's I think it's pretty simple here, man. I, I think the O's are, are the better team by by a long shot right now. Um, I, I love the youth movement, much like uh, how Cincinnati is doing with their youth movement. I think Baltimore, we saw that last year with them being on the upstart of theirs, and now they're in good form. They're beating good teams. Uh, they're winning in multiple uh, multiple ways. So, man, I think all signs point to the O's here. I take them on the run line. Like I said, covered seven of the last ten run lines, um, and that's – road games and home games included. So if you filter it down, I'm pretty sure it's a lot uh, higher um, with those road games and with those home games in the last 10. So, man, I, I love the O's here, man. I'm going to back them uh, on the run line. I uh, hope you guys can can get to the to the window with that. Yeah, Logan Gilbert has – he's really hard to predict, especially this season. Like, he has yep. one good start, and then the next start he gives up seven earned runs, six earned runs, and it's right. kind of been the pattern for him. Over his last five starts, I mean, he had a great start against the A's. The next start, he comes back, gives up seven against the Yankees. Had a great start against the Padres, comes back and gives up seven against the Angels. Last start, had a pretty decent start against the White Sox. Did take an L in that game. So it's made, again, if you're following the pattern here, you may just look like he may blow up a year against the Baltimore Orioles. And I know on the road, he has a winning record of three and one, but the ERA is at 4.75 uh, thus far uh, this season for Logan Gilbert. Nova's last five games, um, the uh, Mariners have lost uh, three out of his last four starts and then three out of his last five starts as well. So um, I'm with you here. I do like Kyle Gibson in spot. Like you said, he's been more consistent, whether it's been on the road or whether it's been at home um, for Kyle Gibson. So I'm going to go with the Orioles as a home team here. D-Rock, what do you got? Yeah, I'm actually going to be on the other side. I kind of lean Mariners here. I made them a minus 110 favorite, so it's kind of right around my number. Uh, I know the Orioles are a much better team. I'm not doubting that, especially at home, while Mariners, they're they're under 500 ball club. They're underperforming all season. I just think, personally, I'm higher on Logan Gilbert than a lot of people. I mean, his last start on the road was by far his worst performance of the year. But outside of that game, he has been solid on the road. If the game turns into a shootout, it obviously favors the Orioles. But I do believe Gilbert can limit the Orioles' bats. If you want to back the Mariners, which I think I will, you want to do in the first five innings, maybe uh, eliminate the bullpens. But, yeah, I kind of lean Mariners here, be contrarian. All right. Uh, all right. Let's get over to the next game on the board. Another 705 Eastern start. Uh, maybe the series of the weekend, possibly. Um, I know there's another one that we'll uh, talk about as well. But the Texas Rangers are here to the Yankee Stadium to take on the New York Yankees. Dane Dunning gets a start here for the Texas Rangers and Clark Schmidt gets a start here for the New York Yankees. Uh, looking at the lines for this game, I currently do not see any posted. Do you guys see lines for this game for the Rangers and the Yankees? Yeah, no lines up. Yeah, yet. I don't see anything. Okay. Um, D-Rock, what do you got projected for your lines here? We can go off of yeah. that. Uh, I made the Yankees a minus 120 favorite. Minus one and a half is at plus 160. Plus 120 for the Rangers. Uh, plus one and a half is at minus 160. I made my total a straight nine. So hard to predict. Uh, you got to think the Yankees will open up maybe a short favorite. Um did you see Lewis Severino or do you see Clark Schmidt? Because I, I saw both, to be honest. Um, so 
ESPN has Clark Schmidt, and then the other okay. site that I use for information doesn't have a listed pitch for either one. Uh, Alante, we'll you see anything different? Um, let me look. I'm looking right now. I was waiting for my iPad to. Um... Yeah, we can yeah, go we with Clark. Clark. Yeah, we'll go with Clark. Um, honestly, I, Clark, he's been kind of backable recently. His hard hit rate, his past few games have has not been high at all. And if you look at Dane Dunning, I know his, he's six and one with the two seventy eight ERA, but his hard hit rate the the month of June has been awful fifty five percent, fifty fifty two percent, and that that's against St Louis the Angels, and the Blue Jays. I know the Yankees' offense isn't what it is without Aaron Judge, but I don't know. I think I could expect a, a, a Dane Dunning blow-up really soon. Rangers playing, what, their 26th game in 27 days. Regression is coming for this team. Uh, I If I could get a minus 120 or lower with the Yankees at home, short favorite, I, I'll kind of – I'll take them. I'll take that. DraftKings has a uh, 125, if I'm not mistaken. If, if my if my if my screen is up, they have Yankees 125. And is it uh, Clark Texas Schmidt 105? It's got uh, Sevy on the on the mail. Oh, okay. Okay, okay so yeah. some conflicting there. Then we'll again yeah. just wait for. I mean, but your numbers um, are probably probably like spot on though. I mean, you know, depending yeah, on it, the yeah. pitcher. Yeah, I think I think that's pretty good numbers. I don't see a total though. I just I just see the the odds. Um, Monte, yeah. do you have anything for this game? I mean, I'm just going to take the, the better picture. I mean, Severino's being inconsistent as of late, even at home. Uh, he's not throwing the ball well. He's not fine. He has to get more in, into rhythm. I think he's a, a, a rhythm pitcher. Uh, has to get into a, a nice groove for him to settle down. If things start going left, then I don't think he can come back with, with anything like he used to be able to do. Um, like I said, I mean, Dunning ha- has been excellent, man. Um, like I said, 9-1, and one, uh, 2.78 ERA. Uh, at plus money, the way the Yankees uh, lack of bats, I mean, they, they woke up a little bit against Castillo, but um, I mean, how much of that is sustainable? I'm not 100% sure. Um, so I'm going to go with Dunning uh, at plus money. Yeah, I think that D-Rock, I agree with that, that we're all kind of waiting for him to kind of implode. Um, but it just hasn't come yet, man. I know he's been fantastic uh, at home, and anytime he is at home in Arlington, like I'm, I'm backing him for sure because he's been so good. But the ERA... Overall, has been better on the road for him. Um, he's been really good in night starts as well, 4-0 with a 2.64 ERA. But I know you talked about the Yankees' offense not really producing without Aaron Judge. But, I mean, they've been getting it done, especially against the Mariners. Uh, and I've been my money has been, like, going up in flames trying to back the Mariners. And the Yankees have been proving me wrong in every single one of those starts thus far. So, um man, I, I, I think I like the – depending on the total, what it comes out to – I think we may see runs in this game. Um, a Rangers, I mean, a Rangers often speaks for itself. We talked about it out of volumes of how good they are so far this season. So um, with nothing official, again, conflicting pictures, depending on who it is. Um, again, this is a good time to remind you to just take out our picks over on the website, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash MLB picks. Um, so I'm going to go, I'm going to, I'm going to lean with the Yankees here and I lean with the over as well. All right, next game on the board. Let's go over to Toronto. We got the Oakland A's. They're headed up to Toronto to take on the Blue Jays. 707 Eastern Star. We got James Caprillion on the mound for the Oakland A's. And Chris Bassett gets started here for the um, Toronto Blue Jays. Looking at the lines for this game, I'm currently seeing the Blue Jays are overwhelming home favorite of a $3 favorite, minus 300, plus 250 on the money line for the Oakland A's. Total right now is set at nine with Vic towards the under at minus 120. Run line minus one and a half, minus 140 for the Toronto Blue Jays, and plus one and a half, plus 120 for the Oakland A's. Uh, let's start here with James Caprillion on the mound for the uh, Oakland A's. On the season, he is two and six with a 6.38 ERA, 49 strikeouts at 30 walks thus far this season. On the road is where he's gotten into trouble, where he does have a one and two record, but the ERA is at 7.27. I think a lot of those earned runs on the road were early in the season, uh, where he gave up seven to the uh, Tampa Bay Rays. This is all the way back in April. Um, he gave up, let's see here, 12 earned runs in the month of April on the road. His last couple starts haven't been too bad. Um, he's gone 17 and one-thirds innings pitch in the month of June, and he's only allowed six earned runs. Uh, that's been against the Pirates, the Rays, and the Phillies. And looking at the other side, let me go with Chris Bassett, and then I kinda, I'll, I'll give my pick then. Uh, Chris Bassett has, again, or at least in the month of June, has been a little bit inconsistent. I know he was there as a stretch where he was looking really good 
for the uh, Toronto Blue Jays. But his last two starts, he's been an absolute gas can. Uh, six and two thirds inning pitch combined against the Orioles and the Rangers in those games. He's allowed a total of 11 earned runs in that span. 18 hits he's allowed uh, uh, to the Baltimore Orioles and the Texas Rangers. Um, against the A's, he has had some success. Um, he did face some last season when he was with the Mets, where he had a fantastic outing, eight innings pitch. He only allowed two earned runs in that span. Um Obviously, not going to lay three uh, minus three hundred dollar or or minus three hundred price here with the Toronto Blue Jays, but I just do think that this is the type of games that the Toronto Blue Jays are going to win. Um, you take a look at what kind of transpired over the earlier this earlier part of this week, where the A's face like the Cleveland a Cleveland Guardians team that we know offensively is not very good, and they in some of those games they weren't able to take advantage, especially early on. But Toronto Blue Jays, we know. They have the hitters, right? I know Vlad's not having the greatest season right now, but Boba Shed has had a great season. Um, I know Matt Chapman has regressed after getting off the fire, uh, fire star. George Springer, you talk about the names in that lineup. So uh, I think the offense is going to carry the Toronto Blue Jays in this weekend series. So for me, I'm going to look at the Toronto Blue Jays team totals to go over in this game, and I will lay the minus one and a half, minus 140 price with the Toronto Blue Jays in this game here, Lante. Yeah, man, I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, obviously don't want to lay minus 300, but if, if the Toronto Bats can't get going uh, against this Oakland team, man, I, I don't think it's any hope for them. Uh, I, I like the team total over as, as my favorite play uh, at home. They should be able to get, get it going here. Um, I haven't seen them have a solid series of consistent offense in, in a while, and I think that's hindering them from taking off and being the team that everyone, including myself, well, I guess it myself, and everyone, I guess. I don't know. But maybe I'm just the only one who, who thought they would just be this juggernaut. But um, either way, I, I think they I think they get it going here at home uh, against a bad team. If they can't, man, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what to say about them. Blow it up, I guess. But, yeah, I'm going <laughs> with the team total um, over for Toronto. Uh, look at some Vlad uh, props also. I, I think Vlad could have a good series here. All right. D-Rock, what do you got? Yeah, call me crazy, but I do think it's worth a flyer to take the A's at this price, in my opinion. I only made the G- Blue Jays a minus 230 favorite. Uh, I can't lay over $3 with them. Even on the run line, I-, I feel like there's no real value. Yes, the A's have been losing, but they're 13-2 and two on the run line in their last 15 games. They're in most of these games. They've covered their run line in four straight games. They're not getting blown out in any of these games, so... I don't know. With the way Bassett's been dealing, I, I just can't trust the Blue Jays at this price. So plus 250 is not a bad price on the money line, and plus 120, plus 125 on the run line, I think it's worth the sprinkle. So I'm going to be on the other side. All right. Uh, let's get over to the next game on the board. We have a 710 Eastern start. The Milwaukee Brewers, they are in Cleveland to take on the Guardians. Wade Miley gets to start here for the uh, Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, and uh, I'm seeing Shane Bieber is getting the start. Is that what you guys see for? Okay, all right, just making sure. Uh, Let's look at the lines for this game. I'm currently seeing that the Guardians are a minus 150 home favorite, plus 130 on the money line for the Brewers. Total is set at eight in this game. Uh, Run line minus one and a half, plus 140 for the Guardians, and plus one and a half, minus 165 for the uh, visiting Milwaukee Brewers. Um, Who has this game? Yep, I got it. Go ahead. Yeah, man. Uh, give me the under first off. I, I'm interested to see what D Rock made it, made this game. Um, I think the first team to like three or four runs wins with, with these offenses. Uh, both around 500 to the under in their last ten, but Milwaukee's 56 to the under on the season. 58 um, percent to the under on the road. Uh, Cleveland is 60 percent to the under on the season and 70 percent to the under at home. I think that lines up for an ugly. Well, depending on how you look at the game, uh, could be you know best baseball um, aficionados would say that it's a good game, a pitcher a pitcher's duel. Um, Milwaukee and, and Cleveland are both mediocre teams at, at best. Um, Milwaukee's twenty seventh in batting average, two twenty eight, bottom five in slug uh, slugging percentage and uh, OPS. Uh, I like Bieber a, a lot more at home than I do. On the road, he's had two earned runs or less in five of his six home starts. He had success against solid offenses, including Houston, Boston, New York, uh, even when they had Judge in the lineup. So uh, he allowed a combined three earned runs against those two te- against those three teams. Um, seven innings pitched and back-to-back starts. So I would look at some total out props for uh, for him as well. Probably some K props also. 
Molly, I mean, I'm not a big fan of him. He doesn't have a lot of swing and miss stuff. Uh, probably look at some unders on his outs. Also, um, he hasn't allowed more than than three earned runs in any road start, though. So that's a cause for concern. So I'd much rather play the under and lean to Cleveland um, in this lineup. I mean, in this matchup. D-Rock, what do you got? Yeah, I'm going to be on the Guardians here. You know, I love the way Bieber has been pitching re- recently. He's not winning every game, but his hard rate has stayed under 34% in over a month. He's keeping the ball on the ground. He's getting a lot of ground balls. The Guardians just need to give him run support. I agree with Lante. If they give him three or four runs, they should be able to win this game. The Brewers are also one of those teams I can never re- really figure out. So, I'd usually stay away, but I am a big Bieber fan. Uh, I think he does have another solid outing tomorrow. So going to eliminate actually the bullpen. I'm going to take the Guardians in the first five instead of the full game. Yeah, I agree with you about the Guardians here as well. Um, Shane Bieber, anytime at home, that's a, that's a spot that I do want to back him. Um, again, I think Lante's right. I think this is going to be one of those series this, this weekend that it's going to be low scoring. That first of three or four runs is probably going to win this ball game. But Shane Bieber at home thus far this season, 4-1 and one with a 1.89 ERA. Um, I know the Guardians have lost two of his last three starts. But again, when you have an anemic offense coming in like the Milwaukee Brewers, um, this is just going to be one of those low-scoring uh, uh, series, in my opinion. So, But uh, Bieber at home, for sure, for me. I'm on, on the Guardians here as well. Uh, next game on the board, we have a 8-10 Eastern start. The Boston Red Sox are headed to the south side of Chicago to take on the White Sox. Uh, Brian Bello getting the start here for the Boston Red Sox, and Lucas Giolito gets the start here for the Chicago White Sox. Uh, currently seeing that the uh, Red Sox are a minus 120 road favorite here. Even money on the money line for the White Sox. Total is set at 8.5 with Vig towards the under at minus 115. Run line minus 1.5 plus 140 for the Boston Red Sox. And uh, plus 1.5 minus 165 for the Chicago White Sox. D-Rock takes away. Yeah, I like the Red Sox here on the road. Uh, Matt would be happy. I've, I kind of turned my uh, my feelings around for Brian Bello. He's been able to go deep into games. He keeps the ball down low. He's had two very good starts against the Yankees as well. Uh, his hardest hit rate games have come early on the season, so he's kind of turned uh, into his own a little bit. And Lucas Giolito, he has been lights out at home, but if you look under the hood just a little, his hard hard hit rate at home has been very high. I think the Red Sox have a much better lineup uh, than the White Sox. And in a game where I think runs are going to be hard to come by, I just trust the offense of the Red Sox a little more than I do the White Sox. So I'm going to take the better team. I'm going to take the better pitcher, in my opinion, right now, throwing a little better, and I'm going to take the Red Sox here on the money line. Yeah, I mean, Bello has really turned it around after you know his rough start last season uh, for the Boston Red Sox. And Absolutely outstanding over the last uh, five games, uh, pitching-wise. He hasn't really gotten the run support, which has kind of been the issue for uh, Brian Bello in those starts, but um, he's been pretty solid. He's gone at least six innings in four of his last five starts. He's gone at least seven innings in three of his last five starts uh, for the uh, Boston Red Sox. So I think that he can continue uh, pitching well here against the Chicago White Sox. So I'm the Red Sox money line here as well at minus 120 here. Uh, Lante, what do you got? Complete agreement with both of you guys. Um, I didn't have a hard time doing this at all. I'm fading Chicago until further notice. I mean, they're just too inconsistent. Agree with you about about Billow. Uh, I thought he's turned it around in a significant time and against the offense. Who, I mean, let's be let's be real. They don't have any bats that scare that scare me in that lineup. And I think offensively, D Rock hit it on the head with Boston. Uh, they should be able to give them some run support and, and get off to a good start here. They had a good series against the Yankees. Um, I don't think that I don't think that their their defense could be any worse. I think they're a top three in like errors, if I'm not mistaken, in fielding percentage. So uh, they got to clean that up a little bit. But outside of that, man, I think offense can prevail here uh, against the White Sox. So give me Boston run, uh, run line and on the money line. All right, next game on the board, 840 Eastern start. We got the L.A. Angels. They are headed to Coors Field to take on the Rockies. Patrick Sandoval gets a start here for the L.A. Angels, and Kyle Freeland takes a mound here for the Colorado Rockies. Looking at the lines for this game, the Angels are a minus 165 road favorite here, plus 140 on the money line for the Colorado Rockies. Total set at 11.5 with Vic towards the over at minus 120. Run line is minus uh, 110 both ways uh, for both of these teams. Start here with Patrick Sandoval uh, for the LA Angels. On the season thus far, he is 4-6 and six with a 4.08 ERA, 54 strikeouts to 29 walks. Um, 
over his last four games, or sorry, five games, uh, he has struggled where he is just one in four with a 5.54 ERA. Uh, he has been better on the road. He is three and three with a 3.79 ERA. I, I just think that coming into this series that even if the Angels pitching is bad, I think their offense should be able to carry them against this Colorado Rockies team, especially in Coors Field. Uh, when you have guys like Mike Trout coming in, Shohei Otani, Taylor Ward, uh, this offense can put up uh, numbers. I know they were, I don't think they put up any runs in the two games against the Dodgers, uh, but I think this is a, a, a great time for the Angels to be heading to Coors Field and kind of getting out of that offensive, um, I guess, a drought, we can say, uh, that kind of transpired for them against the Dodgers. And we know how bad that um, the pitching has been for the Colorado Rockies and Carl Freeland, despite having a really good ERA at home, I again just coming in against his Angels offense. I, I can't I can't find a way to back the Rockies here. So team totals for me for the Angels here as, as well. I mean, if you're a total base prop better or home run guy, I'll probably just be on Otani and Trout. I just think they're gonna mash in, in Coors Field all weekend. So I'm gonna take the Angels. I'm all over the Angels here. Uh D Rock, what do you got? Yeah, probably on the other side. It's either dog or the under for me. I can't lay minus 165 with Patrick Sandoval. He's on my fade list right now. Uh, I only made the Angels a minus 135 favorite. I think there is some value on the Rockies and Freeland. He pitches much better at home, and most of his hardest-hit rate games have come on the road. If you look at his last four starts, all four games have gone under this number. He's not pitching terribly, and his hard hit rate is very low. So when he's getting ground balls, I think he gives the Rockies a very good chance of winning the game. Uh, I think 12. I got a 12 earlier. I set my total at 11.2. I think it's still we'll still see some runs, but 13 runs is a lot. Uh, I think we'll see an under, and I do think the Rockies are alive here. So going to be on the other side here. Monte. Yeah, I'm kind of in agreement with uh, a little bit of both of you um, on the under. I, I, I thought 13 was high. I seen that too. I didn't. I didn't bet it, but uh, I see why it went down a, a little bit because of because of UD Rock. But so thanks for that. Uh, but um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't trust the Angels' offense outside of the front the front part of this lineup. I mean, just too inconsistent. They blew a, a golden opportunity against um, the Dodgers blowing uh, Otani's great game pitching. I mean, he has to pretty much do it all on the floor. I mean, not on the floor. I'm thinking about LeBron James. I was going to make a LeBron James comparison. But, yeah, man, he's the just that. is in a few hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he's just that good, man, that he has to just literally produce at the plate and on the mound. Um, so I can't really get behind them laying that big of a number. But I, what I will do is play them in the first five. I think they come out with a little bit more momentum, uh, get the bats going early, and I just don't want to risk, you know, laying 165 for them to blow the game in, in the end. And I do lean towards the under. I think we can still get under this number. What is it, 10 and a half, you said? 11 and a half. 11 and a half, yeah. I think we can still get, um, you know, six to five, uh, five to four, it, it, something, something like that, and still go under this number. So give me Angels' first five um, on the run line and um, the under uh, on the 11 and a half. All right. Uh, three games left on the board here. Let's go over to the West Coast. We got the Washington Nationals. They are traveling to San Diego to take on the Padres, a 940 Eastern start. Patrick Corbin gets to start here for the Washington Nationals, and Joe Musgrove gets to start here for the San Diego Padres. I'm currently seeing the Padres are overwhelming, minus 245 favorite in this game, plus 205 on the money line for the Washington Nationals. Total is set at eight in this game with a little bit of big towards the over at minus 115. Run line minus one and a half, minus one twenty for the Padres, and plus one and a half at even money for the Washington Nationals. Um, Lante, take us away. Yeah, man, uh, the inconsistencies continue with uh, with San Diego. Uh, we saw them perform well against Tampa Bay, but lose uh, back to back in pretty much dramatic fashion against San Francisco. If I'm not mistaken, didn't they blow both of those games? Um, they late? did, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so um, but San Diego, I mean, this is a different, this is a different team at home, and Washington coming in. You know, they've had success against Washington. They won two out of three uh, in the nation's capital back in back in the May uh, in the May range, uh, seven plus runs in two of those three games. So I think at home they should be able to mash Corbin, who's allowed ten plus hits in in two of his last three starts. Uh, he hasn't been as horrible on the road as of late. Uh, three earned runs or less in four of his last five road starts. So. You know, kind of want to 
pump the brakes on uh, on fading him, just an automatic fade as we were fading him earlier in the season. Um, he has allowed two home runs, two plus home runs in back-to-back road starts and in three of the last five. So that's something the monitor might want to look at some Tatis, Machado, um, Soto home run props. Um, Musgrove, man, has been lights out at home, two earned runs or less in four of the last five games. Uh, I get the better pitcher, better offense. Uh, they should be highly motivated after blowing that series against San Francisco inside that division. Um, I, I think San Diego lays it on uh, Washington here. Give me the team total over and on the run line. Yeah, I agree 100% with you. Uh, Musgrove has really turned it around here for the San Diego Padres. Um Got off to a rough start when he did return uh, for the Padres, but uh, over the la- over, the, I used to say in June, he's three and zero with a two point three five ERA, twenty three uh, innings pitch. He's only allowed six earned runs in that span. And um, you take a look at what the Padres are doing this season against left-handed pitching. I think this might just be that spot where you want to fade uh, Patrick Corbin because against left-handed pitching thus far this season, um, the Padres in WRC plus are number eight in the entire league team batting average uh, does drop a little bit to number 18 but slugging percentage they're at number five ops they're number uh, eight um and over the last two weeks uh, they have been mashing against lefties as well uh that's their tops in a lot of those categories and again today they faced or at least on thursday afternoon alex wood a left-handed pitcher uh they put up about they're up 10 nothing right now against the giants so um it seems like the offense has kind of found some form here. I think that, like you mentioned, that could carry uh, or should carry into this game against the uh, Washington Nationals. So I'm going to take the run line here, minus one and a half, minus 120 uh, for the San Diego Padres here, D-Rock. Yeah, it's going to be another underplay for me. I was able to grab the eight and a half earlier. Uh, I still like the eight. I made my total 7.8. You know, both pitchers have uh, been performing better than I think most have thought. A lot of people, you know, they don't like uh, Patrick Corbin, but... I think Lante's right. He's been serviceable this past month. His hard hit rate has gone down. Uh, This is not the same guy. I think in certain spots we could back him. I don't know if this is one of them. And I think you could say the same thing about Joe Musgrove. He gets a lot of ground balls. His hard hit rate hasn't gone above 27% in the last five starts. So, uh, yeah, the Padres broke out for 10 runs, but... The past five games, they were averaging only about four to five games. So I think we see a lower scoring game. I think both pitchers have been serviceable. You got 11 mile an hour winds blowing in as well. So I think we see an under at Petco tomorrow. All right. Uh, next game on the board, probably the weekend series um, for this weekend. Uh, rematch of the World Series. The Houston Astros, they are headed to L.A. to take on the Dodgers. It's going to be a 10-10 Eastern start. I'm seeing J.P. France is getting the start here for the Houston Astros. And I'm seeing uh, Emma Shaheen is, I think, believe, getting the start here for, um, or Shahan, I should say, for the uh, L.A. Dodgers. Looking at the lines for this game, the Dodgers are a minus 145 home favorite here, plus 125 on the Houston Astros. Total set at nine with a little bit of big towards the over at minus 115. Run line minus one and a half plus 135 for the Dodgers and minus 155 plus one and a half for the Houston Astros. Uh, D-Rock, what do you got for this game? Yeah, I kind of want to take the dog just because I don't want to lay this kind of price with Emmett off of one start. Yeah, he went six scoreless innings, but his fly ball rate over the whole game was over 80%, which is very alarming. Uh, I don't expect him to continue shutting teams out. You know, the Astros went on can really score runs. Look at the last game against the Mets, 10 runs. I think JP France has been solid on the road this season. I think he could limit the Dodgers bats as well. At the dog price, I think there is value here with the Astros. I mean, I only made the Dodgers a minus 115 favorite, so I'll take the dog here. I'll take the Astros. Yeah, I mean, like you mentioned, J.P. France has been solid on the road uh, this year, 2-1 and one with a 1.88 ERA. He's only allowed five earned runs and 24 innings pitched. Unfortunately for the Astros, they have lost four of his last five starts, but it's really been because they haven't gotten run support. They've scored one run or less in three of those last five starts um, when he has started, and um, – I do expect the bats to be going against the Dodgers in this game. Anytime the Astros are a underdog of this big of a price, I think you kind of have to take them at that plus 125 price. So I'm going to lean here with the Astros for this game in game one between the Dodgers and the Astros. Jolante, what do you got? 
Man, what a great series. Uh, first first off, a uh, great series. Um, Emmett, I-, I watched some of that game, and like like D-Rock said, he did have a lot of um, hard hits in-, in the air, and he got saved by Mookie Betts a couple of times, and uh, a couple of those infielders um, saved him a-, a couple of times also. So, But, I mean, not taking nothing away from him. He did, he did pitch well, um, but this is a different type of lineup with, with the Astros, even though they don't have Jordan um, in the lineup. Um He's not a big strikeout guy. Um, he has some good stuff. He's a fast. He's fastball heavy. Threw about seventy percent fastballs um, in his debut. And if I'm not mistaken, D. Rock, maybe you can help me out here. Um, Houston's one of the top uh, fastball hitting teams uh, in the MLB, at least to my notes. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I believe so. I think they're a top five hitting fastball team. Yeah, so I mean, he's not going to be able to get that fast. Seventy percent of the time is, is is a lot for for one pitch, and Houston's too good of a hitting team to let that go. Um, I just mean Houston is just uh, at a dog price. I, I don't think you can. I don't think you can pass this up. Although the Dodgers um, have, they do perform well at home, uh, twenty-two and fourteen. Um, Houston's elite at defense, second in runs allowed, seventh in field percentage. So, you know, a lot of stuff is not going to get by them. Uh, you mentioned JP France, two earned runs or less in uh, his in four in his four of his. Or less in four road starts. I'm sorry. So he's pitching extremely well. Uh, he did that against Cincinnati, um, who was hot as ever. Four hits, two earned runs. Uh, outside of uh, like a game, outside of that game, you know, he he just hasn't faced too many tough offenses. But I think you know he can get comfortable in Dodger Stadium. So give me the uh, Astros at a plus price. Sounds good to me. All right, guys, last game on the board, a battle of the NL West teams, uh, Arizona Diamondbacks. They are headed to San Francisco to take on the Giants. I'm currently seeing Zach Davies is going to get the start here for the uh, San Francisco Giants. Uh, sorry, for the Arizona Diamondbacks. And Logan Webb gets the start here for the San Francisco Giants. Giants are a minus 180 home favorite here, plus 155 on the money line for the Diamondbacks. Total set at eight. Um, run line minus one and a half, plus 120 for the Giants, and plus one and a half, minus 140 for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, Zach Davies on the season. He is 1-3 with a 7.11 ERA. Um, has been decent on the road. He's only, I think, only had two starts on the road, uh, which was against the Nationals, and it was against the Dodgers. But um, now you're going up against one of the hotter teams in the uh, entire MLB in the Giants. I know uh, they're losing uh, to the Padres, but... Um, I I I can't put money on Zach Davies and anytime Logan Webb, who is going to start here for the Giants, is at home. That's a guy that I do want to back. Uh, he's been really solid for the um, Giants when he is at home since 2021 in San Francisco. He's 17 and nine, the 2.42 ERA in 36 appearances since uh, 2021. If you that down since 2022. Um, the record is at 11 and nine with a 2.66 ERA, but I trust him more at home uh, than I do on the road. Um, I know the bats have been um, doing well for the, um, for the Diamondbacks team, but I think Zach Davies is going to implode in this game. So I would only look at the run line here for the uh, giants at minus one and a half plus plus one twenty. Um, Lante, what do you got? Diamondbacks and Giants. Yeah, man, this is another good series. Uh, also, so we got a, a bunch of good series this weekend. Um, San Francisco's on fire. Um, as of late, um, they're covering run lines. Arizona is you know 500 in their last 10, but elite on the road, 21 and 12. And again, these numbers aren't reflective of today or um or, or last night's outing. I, I mean, I just can't back Arizona. We talked about. Um, Davies, I, I can't back him when Davies is, is on the mound as as electric as their offense has been. Um, Logan Webb, man, this is his first home start since um, since June second, where he had a solid outing, uh, seven innings pitched um, in eight of his last eleven starts, two earned runs or fewer in uh, eight of those. Man, so he's been pitching extremely well at home. He just like May fourteenth against Arizona, seven in, seven innings pitched, um, three hits, one earned run in a 2-1 loss, so didn't get a lot of uh, offense um, behind him. At home, um, the way San Francisco has been running, and just the fade of Davies, man. I think me and you, Moon, I've talked about it on last Friday or two Fridays ago that they need to get some help uh, on the back end of, of that rotation. I think Davies is an easily replaceable um, guy that can go out on the market and, and get somebody else for him. So I'm going to be more – it's more of a fade of Davies than it is a play on San Francisco, but I like Webb at home, so give me San Francisco on the run line also. Uh, D-Rock, what do you got? 
Yeah, I agree. It'll be a team ride. Just give me the Giants to keep it rolling. Zach Davies, he's another one of those pitchers that's just on my fade list right now. He's just bad. He gives up way too many hits. Hard contact is up there as well. Giants are rolling right now. They are losing right now. But, uh, you know, against Davies, who's been struggling, I think this could be a good bounce back spot for them. I'm not the biggest Logan Webb fan either, but he is much better at home than on the road. Uh, he's lights out at home and his last start against the snake. He was really good. He just didn't get the run support, but uh, you know, the bats are hotter right now. Uh, Trevor does make a good point. I do think the giants were uh, lucky getting covering some of those run lines. So I'm going to take the giants first five minus a half at plus plus one ten. You can still get plus money. And I think they jump on Davies early. I'm not a fan of him. Yep. All right, boys. So that's going to be the schedule for the Friday games. I know we do have the London series this weekend uh, where Mal is going to be at, uh, but we don't have any lines or projections yet, uh, or at least I don't see lines for uh, those games yet. But um, on Saturday, I am seeing that it's going to be Justin Steele and Adam Wainwright. Uh, in the Saturday game, and then on Sunday, I believe it is going to be. Is he going to both games? Fine, I believe so. If I'm not mistaken, I think he said he has tickets for the both of the games. Uh, Marcus Stroman and Jack Flaherty. That's uh, a good match on Sunday. Well, yeah, that's Stroman a good match for Stroman at least. Yeah, Stroman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's gonna be that weekend uh, London series again. Uh, hope, wish we could handicap it for you guys, but uh, we just don't have lines for it game for those two games, especially since they're on Saturday and Sunday. But one order of business uh, left here, guys. That's gonna be our lock and dog for the Friday games. Uh, D Rock, why don't you lead us off? I was going to get in front of this red train and make my Braves the lock, but uh, it's too easy. Minus 115 on the Rays, run line with Zach Eflin on the mound uh, against the worst team in baseball. I think they went big. So my locks, if you can get anything under a minus 130 on the run line, I think that's a good bet. So I'm going to take Rays on the run line as my lock. And for my dog... I'll take another home team, but on the run line, I'm going to take the Marlins uh, minus one and a half at plus 120. Pirates are just, they're just not backable right now. One and nine in their last 10. And I, I like Jesus Lazard. I think he's just a much better pitcher at home than he is on the road. His hard hit rate is very low at home. So I'm not in the business of backing Luis Ortiz. So uh, give me the Marlins to win big at home. So two run lines for me for Lock and Dog. All right, Lante, what do you got? Yeah, man, let me get Mark Zuckerberg plus one ten in that cage match. Uh, <laughs> you see, yeah, they got the. I, I need to max bet that. Let me. Mark wait, Zuckerberg the odds are up. Yeah, man, plus one ten for for Zuckerberg. Oh yeah, give me Elon. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, you want Elon? No, I want to. Yeah, Mark Zuckerberg got choked out and had to restart the match. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I that's, can't. A, that's a fair point. Uh, but yeah, uh, I'm gonna go with uh, as my lock man. I'm gonna I'm gonna go against D Rock uh, here. I'm gonna go with the Cincinnati Reds man at home. Um, I, I think they're gonna ride that momentum against a good team. I think that home crowd is gonna be rocking. Um, now I know it's hard to step in front of Atlanta um, in, at any matchup, especially with how they're playing right now. But I think the Reds are the perfect team to sniff out a win. Like I said, they played them close. Um, Later, uh, earlier in the year, one run games they did lose all three, but one run games, competitive games at home, they are a different team right now. Uh, so give me them. It's a plus money lock, uh, here at Cincinnati Reds. Try to get the best number. I think I see like 135. Is that what you see, Munaf? 135. Uh, I see 130 over on DraftKings right now, but yeah, I mean, shop around. You definitely probably a 135 out there. Yeah, so um, for my dog, uh, I'm going to go to uh, against one of my teams. I'm going to go with the Texas Rangers. I think they're in good form also. Um, don't trust Severino to be consistent and get it done right now. Um, I think Dunning's – while we're waiting on that regression, let's just hope it doesn't come in this specific game. Uh, small dog, but they give me Texas on the road where they perform extremely well. Don't think the New York offense will, will be consistent enough against a really, really solid um, Texas team on both sides of the ball. All right. Uh, all right. For my lock, I'm going to go with the Padres minus one and a half minus 120 against the Washington Nationals. Joe Musgrove has really turned it around. He's been pitching really well, especially at home in Petco. Um, I know we've kind of gotten away from fading Patrick Corbin, but I'm going to get back on this train here just because the Padres have been doing really well against left-handed pitching. And I think that they can have that success against the Nationals in this game. So I'll take the Padres minus one and a half minus 120 as my lock. Uh, for my dog, um, 
I know the run lines aren't out yet for the first five innings, but I do prefer the Giants um, at that price. You know what? I'm going to go with the Houston Astros, plus 125. Um, anytime I get a price of around anything above plus 115, plus 120 in the Astros, I'm going to take it. I think that they're going to be able to get to Emmy um, uh, Shahan in this game. Uh, you talked about the fly ball uh, rate that he did have in that game one, or his first start uh, did D-Rock. So at 80%, uh, especially going up against the offense, even without Jordan, this team still smashes the ball. So um, at that plus price, I'm going to go with the Houston Astros, plus 125 with J.P. France on the mound, who's done really well um, on the road thus far this season for the Astros. All right, boys, that's going to do it for this edition of the MLB Gambling Podcast. Uh, Lante, anything else you want to get off your chest before we get out of here, bud? Nah, man, best of luck to everybody this weekend. Uh, get the best number, and hopefully we can catch, catch some tickets. D-Rock, anything else? No, uh, just everyone enjoy the draft. Uh, got some big fights coming up this weekend as well. WNBA load, loaded slate this weekend as well. So, uh, yeah, a lot of content coming out. Yes, sir. Uh, if you haven't already, download the app for the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Again, all the podcasts that are happening um, right now over on our network. Uh, make sure to follow D Rock on Twitter at Rock with two Ks R O C K K twenty four. Follow Lante on Twitter at XXLanteXX. Good to follow me on Twitter at SportsNerd824. More importantly, follow and subscribe to the YouTube channel here for the MLB Gambling Podcast. And you can follow us on Twitter as well at MLB SGPN. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow for our turbo episode uh, with our lock dog and total. And we'll talk about another futures um, futures Friday um, topic. I think it'll be another division that we'll talk about, but again, come tap in with us again. Appreciate everybody in the chat uh, TV, DBJ, uh, captain Sano, Randy, uh, case and all the usual suspects in there. Uh, appreciate you guys tapping in with us as usual. You guys make the sh- uh, show fly by. So appreciate you guys. All right, good luck with your bets. Let's break these books off and let it ride.